I think there's something else out here. I know I, I know maybe if I turn this corner or I uncover this, I might find Daybreak. Hi, friends. I want to welcome you to Writing in the Dark, a series of cozy conversations about the craft of writing and the joys of living a creative life with me, Julia F. Green, and my friend Ralph Walker. Today we're excited to launch our very first episode, Finding Daybreak, where we discuss the joy of finding our way through challenging writing moments and what tools we use to light our way. So top off your beverage of choice, grab a comfy seat, and settle in for a great conversation. Hi, Ralph. Hi, Julia. How are you? I'm excited to talk to you, and I'm excited to go to Jupiter, which I'll be honest, is not was not on my bucket list of places to travel um, until very recently. I didn't think I was going to make it to Jupiter in my lifetime. Yeah, I'm a little surprised that's where we're headed, but I'm excited as well. It, it's a different journey than I expected, but I'm happy we're on it. So Me too. As you said, it was a long and dark journey, but we're going to get there. We're going to figure out how to get there, right? Yeah, and we definitely are, and I'm super excited about it. I'm curious about the darkness. Writing can be really inspiring and invigorating, and it can also be really hard and dark. Have you had some time in the darkness with your writing? It's kind of funny to say, you know, writing in the dark, because I, I get up before dawn to write to begin with. So um, I do literally write in the dark quite a bit, um, which is somehow soothing at times, you know, to just be working at the light, the light of your keyboard and screen a little bit. I think it's pretty clear to me that 5am is never going to be the time that I get out of my bed and start <laughs> being a person in the world. But 6am is a really good time for me. And I have become, thanks to the 5am writers, I get up in the dark and get to it and there's something really special about watching the sunrise yeah and feel like the day is like coming to meet you getting words down on the page in the dark and seeing the sunrise in the process of doing that is one of the more satisfying parts of like for me the whole 5am writers club experience is really satisfying when i have even not necessarily a good writing session but have a session where i feel like i've accomplished something and and literally seeing the sunrise out my window and going okay i'm ready to start the day now so there is something very special about that and I, i'm glad you have experienced that as well uh, absolutely it's <laughs> welcome to the dark side <laughs> <laughs> mentioned that great feeling you get up in the dark things kind of start to gel and come together and the sun comes up and you feel like wow that was yeah. that was great and inspiring and I'm curious about those days where you get up in the dark yeah. and you kind of bang against the keyboard and the yeah. sun comes up yeah. and you really haven't you don't feel like you got somewhere and you feel like yes. hmm, I started in the dark and maybe I'm still in the dark for me personally, as much as I would love writing to be my full-time job, it's it's not my full-time job. You know, I, I, I have a career outside of writing that um, is interesting and important and all kinds of other 
good things too. And so it is both my, I would say my vocation and my habit to write every day and to work towards, um, towards completing my screenplays and my novels and my short stories. Um, and really when I'm writing, the hard part of writing for me is I really try and set myself up with hard questions and that are the explorations of what I'm trying to get down on the page. Um, a lot of my personal writing is in, in different ways, trying to become empathetic with my characters, trying to put them in the worst possible situations I can put them in, but also trying to find a level of empathy with who they are and what they are and what they're trying to do. So for instance, the not the book I'm working on right now, but the last book that I wrote, the the big question that was on my mind as I was writing this book was um, it was a, a story about a, um, a search and rescue pilot and and this character had poured their whole life into being the kind of savior character um, throughout all of their career. And so the big question that was at the top of the page for me was who rescues the rescuer, mm. right? If the if this person has embodied the life of being the rescuer, of being the person who is going to pluck somebody out of the sea, who saves them when they're drowning? And the darkness for me was trying to put myself empathetically into a character who I'm literally drowning <laughs> and and trying to find, okay, what does it feel like? Not necessarily the physicality of it, but the emotional, emotionally drowning. Sure. Um, and what does it feel like to be in those spots and kind of, you know, be side by side with that character and what are they experiencing? And then how do I pull them back out of that? So it's that darkness that you talked about, Julia, and, and you and I have talked about a lot of these kinds of things. For me, it, it, it is about, to go back to Jupiter for a second, it's it's about being able to go outside of the spaceship and like float around a little bit in the darkness and get lost a little bit without the aid and comfort of all of the other community that you have around you and all of the other things that you have around you that, that can pull you out of it. But to do it with intention and to do it from a point of view of, I'm trying to get somewhere, like not just to wallow in it, but to say, okay, I think there's something else out here. I know I, I know maybe if I turn this corner or I uncover this, I might find daybreak, but finding daybreak is not something you necessarily can plan. It's just trying to, you know, search around. No. I really appreciate that framing and it makes me think of something I discuss a lot in the writing workshops and groups that I run and the writers that I'm in contact with and mm -hmm. 100% in my own work. Um, this idea that these protagonists and characters who we really love and have spent a lot of time creating and yeah. just simply spent a lot of time alongside, these characters are going to suffer. And many times in workshop, I've had to really push writers to say, you know, um, these people that you love are going to get hurt. And yep. in fact, they're going to get hurt by your hand because you are the creator, you are the artist, and you are making the story. Um, and you 
are going to have to put people you care about in difficult, unpleasant, painful, harrowing, perhaps nearly fatal situations. And that's a part of the writing process. And I think, as you say, it's really kind of about the pacing. It's very hard to sit in those moments with our characters as writers. And very often when I'm trying to navigate that with a character, I go just a little bit at a time. Um, And when I wrote my first book, I wrote all the painful stuff real fast. And then I went back and kind of elongated and paced out those scenes. But I did it kind of really one bite at a time, knowing that it's we have to care for our characters and we have to care for ourselves as writers. Amen. Well, my mantra, right? I think I remember it. <laughs> tell me, tell me again. Yeah, I'm sure you do. My mantra is make it worse. And I am 100% with you about taking those characters and making them suffer. But to your point, right, in terms of the, the self-care of the author, as well as the care, feeding, and torturing of characters, it is... It is about empathy, mm-hmm. right? Because on the page, we're trying to create emotional connection with those characters. And the, it starts with our own emotional connection with those characters. Even the villains, even the side characters, everybody on the page, there's some level of empathy that the author has to bring to the table to be able to make them um, characters that a reader is going to care about. And pouring yourself into that is very difficult particularly when you're getting into the really nasty stuff so no i agree with what you're saying and i um you know i think empathy is the answer to everything i think empathy is essential it's essential to the creative practice yeah it's essential to us as writers it's essential to us as humans it's essential though to in a concrete way to the experience of the reader to be a writer who's creating something that connects with readers, there necessarily is empathy because as we write, we we think of our readers, we think of our characters, it's all the sort of web of connection. And I'm curious, you know, we've sort of talked about kind of wandering around in the dark, floating around in the atmosphere, waiting for, you know, hoping daybreak will come. And I'm wondering if there are other tools that you draw on to kind of bring daybreak on or or support you as a writer in those more challenging movements in your writing? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I think a lot of what both you and I are trying to work on in our own writing is about authenticity, right? Authenticity of voice, authenticity of character, authenticity of storytelling. And there's a there's a adage that I never really fully understood until a few years ago of, of the, there's a saying, you know, write what you know. Um, and for a long time, I, you know, the write what, what you know mantra that you hear from many different people, it's, it's easy to say, oh, well, okay, I'm a 48 year old white guy living in New Jersey. So I should write a story about a 40 year old, 48 year old white guy living in New Jersey. And that that's writing what I know, but the more I've explored my own writing and the more I've explored my own creative process, what I've come to find is that's really not what that means. It's really more about where are you in terms of your own authentic self, in terms of your own life experience, 
and what can you draw from in terms of your emotional history and your life experience and pour into characters that may not be anything like you that may be completely you know you might be writing about a space alien um, on the moon who has no physical relationship to you but you might also be writing about a relationship between a father and a son that has deep resonance to your own personal history and being able to take that and draw on that. Back to the question that you asked, um, for me, when I really get myself lost in the dark and I'm, and I'm in a place where I'm spiraling and not really finding um, my own voice or not really finding my own kind of point of view there, I pull back into myself and and oftentimes i will take a character or a scene or a setting and i will rewrite that character or scene or setting as if i am that person and do the thought experiment of okay i'm going to put myself in the shoes of maybe it's not the protagonist maybe it's the antagonist or put myself in the shoes of a side character and just do the the experiment of how would i react in these moments and what help what that helps me to do is kind of find what's authentic and empathetic in those moments for me. And then I can take that thought experiment and now transform it and say, okay, now let's go back to the character that I have created. And how does that voice relate to that character? Are they gonna embody that? Are they gonna reject it? Are they gonna do something different with it? Um, and that's always been a helpful exercise for me personally. The other thing I would say too is um, working in community as a writer is not something that comes naturally, but I think is something that is necessary. And my experience is non-traditional. I never went for an MFA program. I've never been formally trained, quote unquote, through a writing program it's been picking up pieces along the way reading books going to conferences spending time with different writers in different workshops things like that and getting this kind of piece by piece assemblage of experiences that have helped to inform how i transform on the page and how i write and what i do um, but with that the the experiences i've had with other writers and the conversations and the and the inputs that I've had for other writers have really helped me through those dark times. Um, getting to that point of, okay, I'm kind of lost out here. I think yeah. I need to raise my hand and see if somebody's gonna throw me a rope today. Um, it makes a huge difference to have somebody, you know, that you can reach out to and say, I, I think this is where I wanna go, but we're not really sure how to get there and let's find our way together kind of thing, so. Absolutely. Thank you so much, and we'll talk again soon. All right. Take care, Julia. You too, Ralph. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed listening and that you'll join us for our next conversation. We would love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this chat, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at rw underscore igloo and at Julia F. Green. There we talk about the writing life and also announce upcoming workshops and classes. This October, we're hosting a live writing retreat titled Journey to Jupiter. We'll be helping writers take their books to the next level. 
You can learn more about it at juliafgreen.com slash Jupiter. I hope you'll grab a virtual donut or muffin on your way out, and please take a moment to celebrate your own creative successes. Until next time, keep writing in the dark. We'll see you there.